Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, we need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the standouts. Over the next seven minutes or so, we're going to look back on a week where the cost of living crisis continued, the heat wave returned for the second month in a row, the FBI raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, and the loss of much-loved Olivia Newton-John. This is the standout seven from the Smart Seven. Don't forget to hit that follow button to get your daily updates at 7 a.m. On Monday, the spiralling cost of fuel continued to dominate headlines and Lord Howell of Guildford doesn't have much hope for either Tory leadership candidate. The former Energy Secretary's branded both Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak's plans to deal with the crisis completely inadequate. Instead of telling them, like, Mary Antoinette, you know, we've got wonderful long-term visions for you, nuclear in 15 years' time and so on, that's like saying, let them eat cake. I'm sorry, we want immediate action now, and that action is largely available. By Tuesday, a new campaign had been launched to fight the cost of living crisis, backed by politicians and several high-profile union reps, including Mick Lynch. People are fed up with the way they're treated at work. We need to turn that mood into real organisation on behalf of the working class. Enough is enough. The bad news just kept coming with the news that the UK's energy price cap was forecast to hit over £4,000 in January. That led to calls for further government intervention, with a £15 billion support package announced in May looking less and less likely to provide enough relief for those struggling to pay their bills. Poverty and social justice campaigner the bootstrap cook Jack Monroe said on Thursday it's really frustrating to see the total lack of action from the government as the leadership race continues. The government needs to be pulling together tangible and self-funding models to help people get through this crisis and they can do that because they've, they've had them before. This week saw the return of temperatures over 30 degrees for the south of England as the UK got ready for another heat wave. Amber weather warnings for extreme heat were issued across England and Wales less than a month after July's record-breaking temperatures. Alex Deakins, a Met Office meteorologist, and warned us just how awful things are likely to be. Those temperatures by night are also going to be rising. Uh, not too oppressive at the moment. Uh, yeah, later in the week we could see those temperatures holding up even higher than that. And it is that is part of the problem. You just don't get that respite. Your body just doesn't have that time to recover. On Wednesday, Thames Water became the latest water firm to announce hosepipe ban plans and spokesperson Catherine Ross laid out the grim reality of water levels. We are seeing unprecedentedly low uh, storage levels. When you say unprecedentededly low, we mean worse than 1976? Or are we not going back that far? Yeah, I mean, it, we're looking at sort of less than 75% of our storage at the moment as to where we would expect it to be. This comes as new data shows 2.4 billion litres of water are lost in leaks every day by water companies in England. As the UK struggles with low water levels and high temperatures, Professor Roger Falconer of Cardiff University says the UK's really failed to prepare for the current crisis. I think we are based on short-term policies rather than long-term planning. Uh, and when we say we, who, who is we? Is this a government thing? I think it's all of us. It's society, it's a five-year political cycle and so forth. Five. 
Surprise, surprise, the man who spent four years obsessing over Hillary Clinton's emails gets upset when he becomes subject to an investigation himself. Former US President Donald Trump, who's already facing a slew of legal threats, claims his Florida home was raided by the FBI on Monday. The investigation is thought to be related to his alleged mishandling of White House records, although some Trump supporters say it's all part of a Democrat conspiracy to prevent him running for a second term in 2024. It comes as a federal appeals court ruled the IRS must release the former president's tax returns to the House. Trump's currently the only US president since Gerald Ford who's failed to publicly release his full tax returns. But just how worried should Trump be? Well, according to lawyer and Trump critic George Conway, quite. I think any time the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation comes to your house early in the morning and knocks on the door and starts rummaging through your home with a list of things that it's specifically looking for, uh, you should be worried. The yeas are 50, the nays are 50. The Senate being equally divided, the vice president votes in the affirmative and the bill as amended is passed. That was US Vice President Kamala Harris breaking the tie and finally passing Joe Biden's signature piece of legislation. The Inflation Reduction Act is a much smaller version of the original $3 trillion Build Back Better plan, but it will have significant impact on both the US deficit and programs like Medicaid and climate change. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the $740 billion bill marks a significant moment. Today, after more than a year of hard work, the Senate is making history. I am confident the Inflation Reduction Act will endure as one of the defining legislative feats of the 21st century. Still to come on the standout seven, Serena hangs up a racket and we lose one of the best. Right after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back. An icon, the go to game changer, those were just some of the tributes paid to 23-time Grand Slam champion Serena Williams on Tuesday after she announced her intention to retire from professional tennis following next month's US Open. In an article for Vogue magazine, the 40-year-old wrote she's evolving away from the sport to focus on other things which are important to her, including spending more time with her family and working on her business ventures. And judging by her post-match interview from the Canadian Open on Monday, she seems ready to take the next step. Best of luck, Serena. What is it that uh, continues to drive you or keeps you hungry in the sport? Um, I don't know. I guess there's just a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Army Hammer was a successful movie star. He picked up a Golden Globe nomination for Call Me By Your Name and was seen as one to watch in Hollywood. Then came allegations of rape and sexual assault. He was dropped by his agent and now apparently lives in the Cayman Islands selling condos. But the story's even darker than it first appears, with sensational tales of bondage, sexual violence and even cannibalism. 
A new Discovery Plus documentary called House of Hammer delves into the story and hears from his estranged aunt Casey as the lid is lifted on a truly weird world. It drops on September the 2nd. I get to come over to your house with my bag of goodies, completely incapacitating you until I was done with you. I am here to talk about what happened in my relationship with Army Hammer. I knew something about him would come up in the future because I know how careless he is. He said things like he wanted to barbecue and eat her. Olivia Newton-John has died aged 73. The British-Australian actress and singer had been battling cancer for decades. She had an extraordinary career both as an actress in the iconic movie Grease, as one of the biggest recording artists of the 70s and 80s, and as a four-time Grammy Award winner. She was born in Cambridge, England, but her family moved to Australia when she was six. Her husband, John Easterling, posted news of her passing and said, Olivia's been a symbol of triumph and hope for over 30 years, sharing her journey with breast cancer. She was first diagnosed in 1992 and had battled through remission and recurrence. She spoke to CBS News back in 2019 about her diagnosis and her determination to keep living her life. Rest in peace, Olivia. It's a decision how you choose to feel about something. So I've chosen that path. I'm happy. I'm lucky. I'm grateful. I have much to live for and I intend to... Keep on doing it. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.